Greetings, adventurers. You have joined us for the 66th episode of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. I am your dungeon master, Michael Thriftiner tomorrow, and with me is Mike Bachman. Guys, scratching your leg is one step away from sin. <laughs> Jennifer Cheek. Guess I'm a sinner then. <laughs> and Timothy Lanning. Hey. I want to feel good. I just want to feel good. You know, scratching Tim, your leg. Tim will scratch his leg until he bleeds. Yeah, this is I, a thing that he has. I almost it does. thought I got an infection one time. It was pretty bad. It was on my leg for like three weeks. People were like, oh, if it doesn't go away in a week, then it'd be weird. And then two, three weeks later, I'm like, okay. It's still there. <laughs> I didn't have health insurance. Yeah. Um, or a job. So. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? I'm okay. You know, we just got, we literally just got done recording episode 65. It's been 10 ish minutes. We're talking about cool shit. And uh, now we're recording episode 66. It has not been a week. I want to put that out there. Wow, you just really took that away from 50. I can't stop. You look forward to it every time we record. You want to take that from 50? I missed you guys so much. (laughs) I did leave the room to make a Pippa J. A PBJ. Mm -hmm. A Pippa J. Not a PP. Nope, not. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit of a different episode this week. Oh my because... God. Why? Our characters what? leveled up! Finally! Leveled up. So oh, that's what you meant when you said spoilers before. I thought that yeah. was just common knowledge. I thought you said at the end of the well, episode. We did. I, I think we did say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you definitely did because I just listened to it. 
So everybody is level nine now. Yes. Guys, I never thought we'd see the day. Level nine's like pretty high. That's I mean, pretty high. It's pretty high. Well, I, I think it's high at level one. I think I didn't realize how high level nine is because like I was like, oh, I gotta get to Twitty, but like Twitty's like a god. <laughs> yeah. Like literally like a, well, like a demigod. When you get to level 11, you become a paragon. Yeah. Which is right? like crazy good. You, um, which yeah, we're you gonna get talk fancy powers. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little bit more later. But um, but yeah, so level one through ten, you're like you're here. It's the heroic tier, and you are you know you're already kind of superhuman. Um, you're you're a hero. You're better and more powerful than the average person. The average Joe. The average guard. <laughs> you're like you've already been separated as like special. Right. But then once you hit level eleven, you become a paragon. And that is like the next level of like super duper hero. Like right. that is you're, you're like a Drit Stewart and or yeah. a well just man, he's great. Uh -huh. Tell you what, or like Spider Man or something. Spider Man. I, I'm Spider Man. I call it. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm doing the Spider Man path. I'm gonna multi class as Spider Man. Um, and so so you're like you know you're theoretically like famous. I mean people know who you are. Um, you're a big fucking deal when you're level 11 paragon. Exactly. And then you get to level 21. You, that's the epic tier. Right. And an epic tier is like, is on the cusp of like being a god. Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of the epic tiers eventually just make you immortal. Like you right. don't die. Yeah. That's what it looked like because I was kind of researching it some yeah. and that's what it seemed like. Like almost all of them are immortal. So, so like what do you do at that point? You just like go around fighting like gigantic dragons and stuff? Well you can kill gods. Or, yeah, you can man. fight like demon lords so, and ancient dragons. Yeah. And Tiamat herself. Oh my Here's god, I would question. love that are but we, she's my girl. Are we leveling up kind of fast then? What was no, that are we leveling up kind of fast then? I don't know how. What's it's, the pacing in a normal D and D game? I think we're doing okay. I mean, it's been over a year, and we're yeah, only we level nine. Level. It doesn't. It feels like just yesterday. We were fighting. Yeah, we're at level guys, nine after a year. Is this over episode a year. two? Because <laughs> we've been we've been podcasting since October of two thousand and twelve. Yeah. Did we start at level one? Well, I can't remember. Yeah, we did. Started at level one. So sure I feel like that sounds right. I mean, and we play every week, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not as long as some some peeps do. Do you know like people? I know this is maybe this is dumb. Those of you that are listening are like, "What is wrong with her?" But like people play for like six hours at a time, and I yeah. cannot imagine doing that. I, um, I guess Nika, that's normal. I Nika would Howard, Nika Howard, who is one of our super fans, um, she plays for like six hours every weekend. Wow! I one of my coworkers, his person, husband, hosts a game like. every week for six hours. I I can't even imagine what that'd be like. We, I mean, I, when we played in in person with friends, we played for like two, maybe two two hours or so. Yeah, three. But that's about what we do. It's just we divide the episodes in half. So three hours, right. I feel like, is about my limit, and then I'm done. Yeah. Maybe in person it'd be different. Yeah, in person I feel like it it's it feels more. Well, you like can a like take a break. And like it's just I, a, a different pace, you know. And, like right. you can let people sort of go out on their own tangents and do mm -hmm. their own thing. Yep. This is true. Anyway, so yeah, we're about to go to the next level. Because oh, who wants to talk about their new level 9 abilities? Oh, I and do that. And Can specials? I do that? Yeah, Mike Bachman. Oh my god, yeah. Let me tell you. It's, 
you don't get much. You don't get much this time around. It's just a, it's a new daily. But I feel yeah. like that's a lot. That's I a lot. Exciting. Man. Yeah, a new daily. I feel like it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna pretty. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna change a lot of things. And where is it? It's not on my character sheet. Oh, Uh-oh. God. It's not here. It's not here. Let's, uh, maybe... Jennifer, you go. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, Jennifer, you go. Um, so, I chose for my new daily... Oh, there it is. For- ...Form of the Oak Sentinel. <laughs> uh, and this is another one of those two-parter ones, so I have my minor action where... Number one... I, I turn into a tree. I turn into a tree, which makes me really happy. <laughs> your skin thickens into rough bark, and your hair becomes a mane of leaves. Fan art! Fan art. Um, you haven't gotten a Winter's Herald yet. I know, yeah, get on That's that. That's fucked guys. up, guys. Tom's cool queen. and all, but Frost Queen. Jennifer um, turns into an ice princess. So this minor, the, the minor action of it. So I assume the guardian form of the Oak Sentinel until the end of the encounter, and when I'm in this form, my melee reach increases by one. Which is <laughs> Ooh, very exciting. So many. Yeah. Um, so and be a also, melee yeah, but I also have a melee two, so that'd be melee three. Like, one of mine is a melee, too. Yeah. Um, also, any enemy that hits me with a melee attack takes damage equal to my strength modifier, which is what? five. What? And That's once dope. I get to level 21 when I'm a god, apparently that'll be ten. So, <laughs> hooray. Uh, that's the minor. And the encounter power that I get with this is kind of interesting because it's not like a... It's an immediate interrupt power. That is triggered if an enemy within my reach makes a melee attack against an ally. And if they do that, then I hit them for 2d10 plus 7, which is pretty nice. And even if I miss, it's a half damage. In fact, it also says you become the target. I become the target of the triggering attack, even if you aren't within that attack's range. So I can take the damage from somebody. Yeah, so if it was like an orc that was hitting Bachman with a club. Yeah. He is. You're like you hit me now, yeah. even though you're two squares away. Yeah. I mean, Jennifer, are you sure that's a good idea? Do you have the hit points to? Oh, for that? let me just let me just tell you about my HPs, guys. It's so good. I have ninety three. Ninety three. Jeez. <laughs> ninety three nice. hit points. Oh, I my love God. it. It just goes up every time. It makes me happy. Oh, and one more thing that let's just pretend that I've had this thing since I got my memories back because I really should have had it. But sometimes Jennifer's not so good at keeping up with stuff. You old dope. Yeah, so I now have the correct shield that I'm supposed to... I just had a regular heavy shield before. Uh, but now I have... Where is... Oh, it's So we have to go and, like, retcon all the math, right? From all yeah, the... Yeah, we gotta go back. And, yeah, let's redo those. Now, I actually don't think this changes my math at all. It just gives me... So it's, I have a hammer shield now, a heavy hammer, hammer shield. Um, and well, it lowers your Thacko, right? Uh, yeah, no, what? No. Thacko, that's weird. There is no Thacko, we're playing 4th so edition. When oh, I hit, shit. When exactly. I hit an enemy with an attack power using a hammer, which I'm always going to do because I got a hammer, um, while wielding the shield, I get a plus one bonus to all defenses until the start of my next turn. Wow. Nice. So, so like, that, basically, your... I'm, I basically constantly have a plus one bonus to defenses now. Because I'm almost always using my hammer. Unless you miss, which you're also always missing. <laughs> so this is this is Aludra's family shield, which uh, yeah. she found on her, her poor departed brother. Uh, do you have any RP reasons for why you turn into a tree person? For why? Well, I'm a warden. Like, I already turn, I turn into, like, a, a frost person. I have, like, cloud of blood and grit. 
I just She's look at elemental. I'm an elemental person because that's what the the spirit. Yeah, because the spirits gave me that. I I actually Dude, I'm elemental. I, I we'll talk about this more when we talk about our paragon. But I have like ideas about about that. I'm and just why saying, I'm like, going to be more elemental. She turns into all the elements. She turns into wood and ice and blood. That's it. That's all the. Oh, you know what? I'm real quick. Last, not last week, but the episode before, I I was listening to this recently, and Tim Tim made a joke that I don't think I properly laughed at. Please, when it came, no one does. No one gives me my. It was really good. Um, when I was talking about my uh, cloud of blood, my cloud of blood and grit, yeah. you said grits, girls raised in the south, and I about died when I really listened to it. That's a, that's a saying. Yeah, if you know what that is, just go make, just, get yourself to a Cracker Barrel, you pick up the it. nearest sweater, and then read what it says. I, I am. A it girl. will say girls raised. In the I south. am a girl raised. In I used to have a south. t-shirt that was like two sizes too small for me that had like a like the John Deere symbol, and it was like it was like hot pink, and it said country mm. boy right underneath. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. So lucky. I used to have a shirt that says, sarcasm beats killing people. No, you... Really? I didn't buy it. I have some taste. (laughs) You once saw it. So you never... You you said you used to have a shirt. Like... (laughs) But I didn't buy it. No, no, no. Someone Hey, there's this weird thing in the world where Uh, other people can buy you both goods and services oh. group on oh, oh okay okay yeah, yeah. I see what other people saying. as a okay. gift okay yeah they're like yeah. hey you're a funny guy here's this i'm like i'm 14 and this is stupid sorry if you're listening. man you were anyway, dark even so, back then harper was already showing his oh his dark past that's my <laughs> harper's dark past is that he got a a funny t-shirt when he was 14 <laughs> that's why he's so angry this the isn't the t-shirt i wanted papa <laughs> but no like as far as like back to like my rp though because I was able to change from a druid to the warden to meet the needs of my party. I feel indebted to the spirits. Did you see a tree and like, I want to fuck that tree? No, that's not how that works. Tim, I can't tell the spirits what to do with my body. They give me gifts and I work with them. Okay, so you're in the spiritual, like, like, like a river. The river doesn't know where it's going, right? And let me tell you, there's there's many more forms I can take in my path. Maybe I'll take... A form of, of a horned god. Do you have your memories? Yes. What? What's your deal? You're yeah, her brother. That's I'm, all we know. Where are you killed, from? She killed her brother. No, I'm from like my my family was like real into like mining, and I wanted to go out and be an adventurer. Why are you Why are you uh, a warden? Why I am feel, I a warden? Yeah, because we switched. Before she was a druid. Why are you Why are you primal? Why am I primal? Mm-hmm. Because dwarves can be primal. They can't, but you know. We're like mountain, you know, like uh, nature people. She's very much like Tim's favorite character in the world, Driss Jordan. She grew up underground, right? Uh-huh. But then she wanted to be in the nature of the above yeah. world. But I think that dwarves are also, maybe not all dwarves, but I think dwarves can be like into nature's. Yeah. And, like, I mean, yeah. they're just like, nat- they're a little stranger because. I am going to say, if. Since I have my memories back and I remember, please do. Is that that my family? Yeah, like they don't worship like a god. It's more like they. So they the say, elementals. "Fuck off, Morden." Yeah, they're not into wow. Morden. Well, yeah, I guess I'm gonna go have have to say that, even though I really did enjoy the one uh, Paragon path about Morden. But I actually I was having a hard time when I was researching my Paragon things. So I was like. This was really cool, but I don't think it makes sense in my character. Yeah. So this so one I makes me fly and shoot lasers. So I don't think I should do it. 
Yeah. So, no, you have to do what makes no, sense. No, I, I think that my my family of dwarves is very much about like being one with the earth and like, right. So maybe where other dwarves are like, we must get down to the mountain. You're like, we're one with the mountain. We'll make. You have like super eco friendly tunnels. You kind of. Although we did like kind of fuck things up in that one tunnel where my brother died. Saying? But yeah, I guess pr- I just always think of primal type characters as being slightly hippie. Yeah. Maybe I get more hippie the more the spirit courses through me. You're you're radicast as fuck, is what I'm trying oh to say. Oh my god, you I did, did not rebel have against your parents, though, didn't I did. you? I mean, yeah, because so. I wanted to. I think that had more to do with me wanting to travel and leave, and they were more like, "Stay with us forever." It's just not at all like my real life. Nope, not at all. <laughs> anyway. Jennifer doesn't like the movie Cars for that exact same reason. <laughs> a true story i do as i feel like the movie cars is like feels like a guilt trip for my mom and dad i feel like they planted it i love jennifer a lot she's very <laughs> why is why is why is bachman upside down because uh, my back's super sore and this is really comfortable right now oh is that really happening yeah <laughs> don't just we've don't been talking about me for so long just just don't worry about it i'm good i mean what's weird about this <laughs> nothing <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so is there want... anything else to that? Did we we didn't get any feats, right? No, we no. just just no, got just a, a, just a just daily daily power. Bachman, do you want to go now? Or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'll go now. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> I got <Hello. laughs> I got uh, knock them down, uh, which is a a super dope daily. Uh, seeing a weakness amongst your foe's defenses, you deliver a low, sweeping blow that knocks your enemy off his feet. Your allies follow your lead. Uh, so basically, it's a, it's you know, like any of my other dailies, it's three weapon uh, plus strength modifier. <laughs> and, so much. And the target falls prone. In addition, each ally within ten squares of you can take a free action to move up to three squares and make a melee basic attack. Oh. I'm not gonna do that. But. If that's if that attack hits, its target takes no damage but falls prone. Oh, so we can be like, time to get down. Yeah, time yeah. To sleep. Yeah, and then if I miss, it, it does half damage, but the target falls prone anyway. Nice. I do love. That's cool. It. I love it was that. Either that's that as hell. It was either that or one where like it does where like um, two people within five squares get fifteen temporary hit points. Which is kind of a lot, but I don't know. This is more controlling, and I like it. Yeah, because we don't have a controller, so it's kind of yeah. like... Yeah, and I know, like, for, like, the par- if I take the Paragon Path I was thinking of doing, I'm going to be able to take more second wins on Save my it. own. Save it. Just Uh So now, what are your RP reasons for this? Uh, my RP reasons for this is that Tom is very, uh, is, is, is very, very, uh cocky and kind of brash and you know likes to yeah. run into the heat of battle and yeah this and it, definitely it's, it very be. uh it very much fits his persona to want to and maybe uh, since Aludra and harper have been hanging out with him for so long we're like yeah let's also throw ourselves in this yeah, yeah you guys are we, like you know what are you gonna do you look at the camera shrug your shoulders we go both different i go Tom, you're like you're He's like so the funny. old lady at the party that doesn't understand kids these days, but then just kind of shrugs her shoulders and starts dancing with them anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, like we're doing so much Molly. 
Yeah. And everything. Oh my God. Uh, we're, doing, <laughs> we're doing so much Molly and just like picking our level nine dailies. That's just. And, so... and just to confirm, you have no idea how you got upon. You don't know how you got to the future, right? No, I don't. I mean, as far. You know, I was just thinking about that. Like, how were we together on the slabs? My memories are. We should know. Yeah, you guys should know. That's the thing that I never understood. But my memories <laughs> actually stop. I was not um, there. <laughs> my like my personal memories that I regained when I uh, when I killed uh, Tom Vidalis actually stop with the death of Tom Vidalis. And then yeah, because you got remember. his memories and you kept whatever the ones you just. So you have yeah. like a, a gap missing, actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Basically. Well, you guys all had a gap between. You know when you were you guys were all just like doing stuff and then. Who knows how much time passed, and then suddenly you were all on slabs. Yeah, I think Tums was the closest to sort of what happened. Was I, just that that what focus just you know collected there. Yeah, I would assume it was just that like maybe we were gathered, like like maybe I was like in a, a pub. Yeah, focus made it sound like he would just me. go to town and like take people. Yeah, so that would make sense. That, I think it wasn't uh, like we knew each other before the slabs. We just yeah. happened to be in there at the same time. And I think. Uh, Tom was uh, attacked by winged beasts or something like that. His family was. Was that the his family, family was? Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was before. Oh, that was, was when he was a little. I was, maybe was nine, was maybe nine winged beasts. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> probably. Well, actually, that, that's a fun point. Now that we can, we're here, I thought that that's what you're setting up all those many moons ago. Was that, that oh, you're that setting up a, a battle between? Tom and I, like, you son of a bitch, you killed my family! Oh, um, yeah. Because I knew what a House Vidal's Griffin writer was because I read Mike Bachman's character sheet. And I was like, <laughs> son of a bitch, but I don't know what that is anymore. Maybe, um, maybe they're just, maybe they're demons. Maybe, maybe when we come out the other end of this portal, we're not going to have all nine Griffins. They got sent uh, to the wrong spot and killed your, killed. Tom's family. Yeah, these are some weak-ass halflings. There's like, what do we do to two griffins? Get eaten, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jump sounds, right in their mouths. It sounds like each of us, us being Tom and you guys, had a bit of a uh, bad luck at some point, and Philcus was able to abscond with you. Yeah. For um, Probably just slips it in my beer. Gone. What was that guy's name? Milner? Lord Milner? Mjolnir. Lord yeah, Mjolnir. Not Milner. <laughs> Man, those are good times. They were so good. Shots. I hurt, forgot about Thokus for a little bit. Yeah. Thokus was the first amazing moment in the podcast. Thokus <laughs> takes a header. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I chose Winds of Change. You become like the wind, blasting your enemies with the force of a storm. Uh, it is uh, arcane and. Uh, like basically, you know, I, I blast him with wind. So it's three d eight plus my charisma charisma modifier, and I push the target three squares. It's a burst three from me, and uh, if I miss, it's half damage. But I still push the target one square until the end of your next turn. You can you gain a fly speed equal to your speed, and you can hover. Uh, Whoa. Har- yeah, I mean Harper is slowly getting more and more in tuned with his rage. Uh, that is sort of like the thunderhead uh, above. He's slowly trying to keep the tempest that's within his own art. Um, he's trying to he's trying to grab onto it and uh, use it for his own benefit to help his friends. This is Harper's first 
or one of his very few that is each enemy and the burst as opposed oh, to each creature. Yeah, that's always the problem with like controllers. I've or not controllers, but sorcerers. People who do like I don't know. Burst. I feel like almost all of mine, all of mine are only enemies. But it seems like people well, do a lot of damage. Sorcerers like, are um, arcane caster barbarians. So the idea is that you can't control what happens. So it's been just a, like elemental, like yeah. So a wizard's like, I've I've studied the tomes and yeah. zap. A where is the a sorcerer's warlock. like, you motherfucker! Yeah. Or not a warlock. A warlock would be like, oh, I told a demon to let me... Is there me... a twinge of badness to sorcerer like there is with Could warlock? Be. Could be, but not necessarily. Not necessarily. But see, I feel like when you hear warlock, it's like, okay, it's a little bit of a bad guy. You have demonic packs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But I feel like sorcerer doesn't sound... Sounds different to me than wizard, but... Yeah, I mean, warlock is definitely kind of evil, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sorcerers, the idea... I mean, the biggest difference is, uh, you know, Harper... Did not go to school to learn his his, his arcane. He was born with it. He was not born with it, Mike. We've we've touched on it, but I mean. right. Well, but if you didn't go to school and you weren't born with it, then uh, Finnegan gave him a whole bunch of magical bullshit that lets him. Do oh, it. oh man, <laughs> guys, he's just trying it stop. out. Wait, real quick. You you just ba- you basically pulled out the equivalent of the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> um, if uh. I mean, Thrifty's read my Google Doc. That oh is my God. Uh, Harper's backstory. So if y'all want to go fuck off and uh, <laughs> just let the, the story trickle down when everyone's good and well, goddamn ready. Those, Harper's got those tattoos and shit. Oh, What's tattoos? that about? What's that about? I actually forget what I've what I've said so far. I was gonna make uh, a Far Cry reference, but I don't know. I think we we've made that reference before. But uh, yeah, so Harper is uh, tapping into. His his inner tor- turmoil and hate and pain and trying to control it more. So he has this thing. So basically, he can run up into a a group, explode forth with like a huge volley of wind and thunder or whatever, and, or just wind it looks like, and push people all. I can slide them where I want to. Is it push? I push. So I can move tons of uh, people around. Nice. So. It's cool. It's controllery as well. And it's 3d8 plus 18 damage and burst three wow. from me. So that's, that's pretty lot. big. That's pretty dope. That's a lot. So, somebody, um. Somebody in the chat just said maybe he's born with it. Maybe he's Harper Coon. <laughs> <laughs> Harper Coon has delightful hair. Uh, he does. I just think of him always as Roy Mustang in my head, which I know is not what he looks like, but that's what he is to me. I th- again, I've said this before. I think of him as a younger version of um, shit, shit. My a younger thinking. version of shit. <laughs> He's the younger version of who's the guy that's in uh, There Will Be Blood. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, that's right. He's a younger about. version of Daniel Day Lewis in The Crucible. Oh, all right. So, do you right. guys you guys want to talk about the the Paragon paths you're thinking about? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you you looked into this. I haven't looked into it at all. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool. Book, we'll get to you. Can you post that picture in chat? Yes, because that's kind of that's that's a, an older Harper right there. What so, is yeah. what is Harper thinking about for his Paragon path? Okay, um, Harper, I. I 
probably should have. I I've picked it, but I need to load up. Oh fuck. Um. Maybe I, I have mine pulled up. Okay. All well, right. I am. I would say I'm like ninety percent. This is what I'm gonna do, but uh, not one hundred percent. I still need to, you know, stare at things for a little bit. Yeah. But I think that I'm going to. Do the horn. Bachman's view is just him <laughs> an undershirt chugging beers but from like the bottom. He's having the best night. I'm so jealous. Look at him. Oh, you gotta yes. talk so we can see it big. I, I clicked on it so it should be in the stream. Oh, yeah. Look at him. Look at that beautiful man. That beautiful oh, yeah. bean footage. Roll this beautiful bean footage. Uh, get a little bit. Um, uncomfortable with this angle. Anyway, so I think that I'm going to do the Horned Champion Paragon path. Um, it's one that's specifically targeted to Wild Bloods, which is what Aludra is. She's a Wild Blood Warden. And, uh, right. real cool shit with it. Um, let me pull it up on my character builder so I can talk with you guys. Did I close the character builder out? Probably. I'm ready now if you want to switch back to me. Yeah, switch back to you. I'll pull character builder. Okay, yeah. so Harper, think of Harp, Lord Titus Harper as dealing with his his three burning fires that just burn within his soul. Um, there's the acid, there's the, the flame, and then there's like the lightning and the thunder. Um, he's That's trying to get... Things. Lightning thunder is one thing. I'm counting that as one thing. Kind of two things, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh... One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey everybody, Bachman here. And hey, I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic. And it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through Hims, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's healthcare by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash greetings for your personal ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash greetings. Let's get hard together. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful. 
And whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself, I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. My favorite spring takeaway, especially after doing taxes, is cleaning out my dang monthly bills that I don't need. When I do my taxes and I go through the lines, I'm like, I spent how much on an MMO I'm not playing? At the end of the month, where does all my dang money go? I can tell you right now that with Mint Mobile, my money is not wasted at all on wireless. I've lowered my wireless bill. So cheap, so valuable with Mint Mobile. You know it. A couple years ago, Jennifer and I switched. We haven't looked back. What else am I going to tell you? It just works. I did it. I switched. And I'll tell you what, whenever I go through my bank statements, that wireless bill, compared to what I was paying before, I scream in heavens and I, I do a dance. All right. I'll do a little dance. You should also say bye to your overpriced wireless plans. Get rid of those jaw dropping bills, especially because Mint Mobile is here to rescue you. They have premium wireless plans that start at just 15 bucks a month. On top of that, all the plans come with high-speed data, unlimited talk and text, and it's all on the nation's largest 5G network. Whoa. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash greetings. That's mintmobile.com slash greetings. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash greetings. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fee, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Uh, He's trying to control his more thunderous aspect of himself more and go down that path. So over the next bit, Harper will be tweaking some things to more lightning and thunder-based damage. He's going to move some other stuff around. Um, And Harper's Paragon path is called Lightning Fury. In my chest beats the storm's heart, which churns with godlike power. And then it says... That's the quote, you know. Your greatest joy is the fulfillment you attain through your stormy outbursts. Laughter rumbles uh, from your mouth like thunder when you tear into foes with blinding bolts that scar the air and scorch the earth. Your form is cloaked in a shimmering haze of electric sparks and bolts that flash out to strike enemies that threaten you. When you defeat your foes, the fury in your blood subsides into question. How do you say this word? Quiescence. Quiescence. I think. 
But it never moves too far beneath the surface, even in your dreams as you rest. You can sense the thunderheads while you, inside you while you're rolling as they wait for the next storm to brew. So, again, going along the idea that he's a barbarian magic man. I just love Pretty the badass. concept that he just has this fury within him. Did you did you look at the wild mage paragon path? I didn't because I'm not a wild mage. But well, what if you like were a wild was... mage? Because check out this quote: "If you can control your power, you don't have enough." <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, metal man. as hell. That, yeah, I can yeah. See how is that the one that. that has to roll like a d6 a couple times a day? <laughs> yeah, they have a they have a chaos action effect. Oh, man. So um, if you spend an action point, you roll a d6 and, like, crazy shit happens. Yeah, and wild mage, wild mage sorcerers already have to roll a d6. Or right. every day it just changes based on... I don't know, it's way weird. Um, yeah, I guess that's the other thing about um, paragon paths in general. Usually something happens with your action point. So, like, when you use an action point, an extra cool thing happens usually, typically. Yeah. So for the Lightning Fury paragon path... Uh, when you spend an action point to take an extra action, you deal lightning damage equal to your dexterity mod to one, two, or three creatures of your choice within five squares of you. So what I can do is I can jump. I, I have my one move that's called uh, a thunder leap. So I can jump in the midst of several people, and I can... Um, I think I can push them a few squares. And then I um, kind of like move them over. I don't what? Uh, yeah. So I can jump in and do that. Then I can do an action point and I shoot lightning outside of myself. And then I can do winds of change and push them far away. So think of Harper just jumping into battle and being like, ah! And then like as he lands, there's just like this crack of thunder and lightning that lasts for like a long time a long and the time. dudes are just like thrown back and there's like dust and grit and everything in the air it's pretty crazy sounds pretty um, crazy his uh level light uh, level uh he also gets your lightning attacks treat each creature that has resistance to lightning it's not having that resistance in addition your lightning attacks treat each creature that is immune to lightning as instead of having resistance to lightning equal to one half its level so it means if we fight a lightning dragon or whatever. Like, there's a few things we've fought that have been resistant to mm-hmm. my flame or acids or whatever. Yep. And this makes them be not. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they are. If they're immune, it they're makes immune, them only then... resistant. Exactly. So it just lessens it in general. Yeah. And That's then nice. at level 11, I get a spell called Furious Bolts. It's a... Uh, uh, I don't like in the character builder, it doesn't always tell you the, the RP text. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Yeah. What's the name of this again? Lightning Fury. No, the um, Paragon Path. Lightning Fury. Oh, is it Lightning Fury? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. it's uh, it's list. Com- yeah that list doesn't have everything. Yeah, it only has some. Okay, well, this text... Well, I'm an idiot. I'm going to make it bigger. Uh... uh Jagged streaks of lightning fly from your hands and flash between several foes. Uh, basically, I hit one foe, and then I, I think I can keep hitting every foe that's adjacent or, like, a couple squares away until I miss. Which is pretty neat. Cool. 
Tell us about the horned champion. <gasps> yes. So, the the flavor text is, don't speak to me of your petty concerns. Speak to me of the world's needs. Which I actually can see Alerta turning into this, like, super hippie, like, <laughs> no, we have to, like, save everyone and save the earth and blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like she already has those tendencies to, like, try to save people anyway, so this works out. Um, I love this too. You have communed with the spirits of the land and have been found worthy of the horn champion's mantle. Dope. Um, so what's important about this is that at level 20, I get to sprout horns out of my head and turn into the form of a leaping stag. <laughs> so I, once, once, if I do this paragon path, I'm going to be changing forms a lot more, which is kind of nice because what my druid did. Like I changed forms a lot. Yeah, so but, I'm bringing it back your, in. What was your earlier stuff? Besides Before I turned into a frog and a no, bear. No, no, your level because level twenty is like another year from now. So. Oh yeah, no, I, I, Easily. Know, I was just talking about it. Um, so one thing, like one of my um features of the horn champion is when I spend an action point to make an attack and the attack misses, I can re-roll the attack. Amazing. Which I felt would be very good for me personally. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe it does say if you re-roll, you have to use a second result, so it could be worse. Um. Also, when you hit an enemy with an opportunity attack, the enemy is slowed until the end of its turn. I'm doing a lot more stuff with when enemies are slowed by me, like other things happen. I'm trying to like do my feats so that they stack on top of each yeah. other. Um, another cool... This is 16, so this is a while away, but uh, whenever you use a warden daily attack power that has the polymorph keyword, which would be form of the Oak Sentinel, like uh, my... Uh, form of Winter's Herald. Um, I get to spend a healing surge as a free action. Oh, that's good. Um, what else cool things happen? So what's that? This oh, this is actually I, so. There's Zealous Strike. This is at um, at eleven. I basically I make the hit. It's a melee against one creature, and the fact is I get to make attack. Another time. I get to do it twice. Either once again against the same creature or, like, another creature. So I get to hit two people for one. So it's like you're, like, a charging bull just lashing out. That's awesome. This is with a roar you charge your enemies to deliver an overwhelming attack. <laughs> um, I also like Impetuous Stride. So I get to move my speed. If any creature makes an opportunity attack against you during this movement, that creature takes damage equal to five plus your wisdom modifier. So I'm going to be moving a lot more, too. That's good. Like, running around on the battlefield, like, making enemies angry at me. Prancing. Pretty much. Um, and, and I'm looking at taking up some cool feats, too, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, I'm. This is not a feat. This is a... A level 10 warden utility I was looking at called spiritual rejuvenation oh, that gets me no it's spoiler Jeez. I want to talk about it just real quick so it's really I get to use my second wind again two second winds yeah so I get two second winds that are nice daily anyway guys I'm so excited about it I, and I like the concept I think sometimes I I have like I did my evolutor's personality but sometimes I'm not as like consistent on like her I don't know not personality, but, like, what her goals are. Like, what yeah. she thinks about things. So I'm going to try to get that more under control. That's good. With the Paragon. That's right. Yeah. That's Sweet. what I think. So, Mike Bachman. Yeah. So, you we are... We can't see you. You sure, are okay. a dragon... Your white t-shirt. <laughs> you are a dragon-born... Warlord slash bard. Slash bard. I'm thinking, like, when can I, like, get another class in there? 
At what level? You so can. you have well at eleven level eleven, you will basically have another class, which is this Paragon Path, um, and you've got like so many options because you could. There are Dragonborn Paragon Paths, there are Bard Paragon Paths, and there are Warlord Paragon Paths. One of the Dragonborns lets you grow wings. The Scion of Arcosia. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't you have to like worship that god though? I think I think I think so. I, I don't know how committed to you are, are you to RP. I don't know what this what this is. I basically I just googled Paragon uh, Bard Paragon Paths, and one of them is Summer Rhymer, which I think really like <laughs> really speaks to one me. Of them is just Summer Rhymer? Uh-huh. I remember when I played a Dragonborn. It was really hard for me to even think about being a barbarian because I played a bar- uh, Dragonborn barbarian. It's hard for me to think about being a barbarian paragon because Dragonborns are so cool. There's like one where you can ask like every night or once a week, you can ask a series of questions to like Bahamut. Oh, <laughs> and you're awesome. like, yes or no questions. Like, I don't know. It's just like the insane thing. You, like the DM to has to answer you. This yeah. town. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or like, is the treasure that I've been looking for in this city? Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so that gives you, like, uh, the Summer Rhymer thing. Uh, so you get Fae Path, which is when you spend an extra action point. Or, sorry, when you spend an action point to take an extra action, you teleport yourself or an ally adjacent to you. Five squares is a free action. I like that. Sounds cool. Dragon Wings. Um... <laughs> you get like extra healing powers and at level 16 whenever an enemy's missed attack triggers your virtue of cunning class so you have to take the virtue of cunning class feature for bard um you gain plus two to attack rolls blah 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 are you just gonna give up on being a warlord man what's the deal no no it's just i was just looking <laughs> you see now if you like if you could get yourself more towards a fighter then you could take the where is it? Where are you? You could take Inner Dragon, <laughs> which is uh, which is a Dragonborn fighter paragon path, and the yeah. quote for that one is "The fury of the dragon seethes in my blood," <laughs> and that gives you Dragon Blast. Yeah, which I see that. As wo- as a wound opens, your boiling blood blinds nearby enemies. <laughs> what? Just like spits out of the wound, blood, uh-huh. blood in your eyeballs. I mean, what what are you thinking, Bob? I mean, what are you thinking about doing? Uh, man, you know, listen, I kind of I I gotta be honest with you guys. I didn't know we were talking about this today. Uh, <laughs> I kind of figured because this is not happening for another two levels. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we know. still got a while. I mean, it's not like there, we sent emails about it. Or... Well, you sent emails about it, but I didn't. You didn't expressly say you don't have to pick. You just certainly don't have to pick right now. Okay. Yeah, no, we we're got, just talking we got time. Because, like, if you did want to, like, if you did want to take the summer rhymer, then you'd have to sometime between now and eleven get that virtue of cunning class feature. Yeah. So, like, you have to actually work on that. You know, you have to get that in there. Yeah, I don't want to do that per se. Um, I don't know, but inner inner dragons not really tickling my fancy. Per, you know, there's no. so many of them though. What yeah. about the scion was... of Arcosia? Do you want to be the scion of Arcosia? You get dragon wings. You can just fucking fly. Well, I've got a griffin now. You're gonna make That's true. A girl you do mad. have a griffin. 
<laughs> you do have a griffin. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess the point is just that you're supposed to, like, plan these things a little bit. Just so... Just so when you get there to level 11, you're not like, fuck, I should have taken these six things. Yeah, Yeah, and it's not all of a sudden like, yeah, now I have all this weird shit because yesterday I was normal, but today I'm this. It's like you're going down. You've always been going down this path. Yeah. It's almost like, I mean, not like you should necessarily be thinking it from level one, but you do. I think it's good to think of early. Yeah, you know. What you might want to do. Like, I, I am excited to build another character now, like... Now that I know what I'm doing a lot more. Um, I still, like, even when when I made the character for Tim's, was it Tim DM'd? I still, like, messed that one up, too. Like, I just, I feel like it's hard to do everything correct. There's so many options. Yeah, but I think, I I think the, the fourth edition model is flexible enough that you can do be somewhat interesting, you know? But, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm going to be very excited to make a new character at some point, knowing what I know now. And keeping all this in mind, which granted, I can't even imagine like getting another character paragon path. Like, how long is that going to take? Forever. Say, I started level eleven. Yay! Oh, that's not fun though. That's not as fun. Yeah, that's true. It's more fun to start from the beginning. You get to know your character more. So, guys, I admit we 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 asked Twitter to uh, to send us some some like reader mail. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. So, so this other podcast I listen to sometimes it's called Critical Hit. It's a pretty good Dungeons and Dragons podcast. They um, every once in a while they'll do reader mail, and like people will like write in and be like, "Hey, D and D, this stuff, and what do you do with this thing in the D and D?" And we'll answer. And they get like these really interesting um, questions that are sort of like serious and uh, you know, and talking about the game, and they really help people. Um, by explaining stuff about the game and, um, and you know, basically generally improving people's knowledge. And I Why figured, do I feel like that's not what's going to happen in our q and I, f- I, f- I figured we could do the same thing. So I put out the question and I got some things back and I'm just going to just read them um, without looking at them first. So let's see what the first one is. Oh, boy. <laughs> this should be um, good. So this comes from N- N- Nishan? Natch? Nach Shon. Oh, I think this. Um, I think that he is Israeli. I think it's Nahon. Nahon. Nahon Roth yeah. says. Says I think we all know that Tom masturbates with Blood Drinker, <laughs> and Aludra. <laughs> and Aludra is probably in the kitchen cooking some pigeon pie. Game of Thrones reference. Um, but needs to remember to wear a hairnet on her magnificent beard and mustachio. No. <laughs> uh, so only Harper is unknown. What does Harper do in his free time? Thanks, and please be as elaborate as possible. <laughs> well, Harper, in between all this stuff, he's uh, standing upon hills, maybe rocks. He's uh, making fists, and he's scowling, probably at a sunset. Is there a mirror nearby? Is he looking at himself? Uh, he just knows, you know. He doesn't have to, you know. He. Uh, I mean, isn't that the, the fun of flexing, is <laughs> looking at yourself while you're flexing? No, he, he's confident to know that he looks great. Uh, and that's, he's just, his free time is spent contemplating uh, all the mistakes he's made. He, you know, maybe will go just try to be around other humans sometimes, you know, whether it's at the pub or whatever, just to try to feel, try to feel something again, try to feel like he's part of a group. But really, 
he doesn't have a hobby per se. He he's pretty focused on his goals, and um, that's why he sometimes appears standoffish. But you know he you know he doesn't like do woodworking or anything like that. No, he mostly just tries to maybe flex, flex, maybe, maybe, maybe shoot rocks, maybe train some more. Uh, But it's a lot of regret and it's a lot of um, just staring off while his hair uh, flaps. That's That's great. Yeah, that's excellent. Let's go to the chat room and see what they say. Um, Steph Kingston asks, what is the wizard's name? Okay, so we're not going to ask the chat room anymore. That they, <laughs> it's a bad question. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Ivanovich says, "Hey, all big fan, big fan. I was wondering uh, if you ever plan on bringing another full time player." Man. Not talking about us listeners. I'm sure you get emailed about it all the time. I mean, someone <laughs> that's proved to work well with you before, like Nika or Sarah. I really, it really seems to be like three persons too small. Blah blah blah. Um, blah, 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 keep going. Or sorry, keep up the fun. Game of Thrones soon. Yay! There's gonna be Game of Thrones. Thrifty, I'd like thank, to take thank that you, one. Nick. Yeah, sure. Uh, Go ahead, Mike Bachman. I think that this is a good time to announce that I'm fucking done with y'all, and then I walk out. No, no, <laughs> no. no Now it's so two sad. players. <laughs> now it's two uh, players. Now, now look what you did. It's gonna be me and Tim yelling at each other. Um, <laughs> I'll we, play Tom too. We definitely have gotten lots of people saying, "Hey, can we be on the show?" And <laughs> that's not how that. that's gonna. That's not how that's gonna work. Um, well, this is hard. We can't have all of you. Let's just say yeah. we want to be. We want to make sure we, it, that we just, it's a good fit. The turns yeah. take so long. Uh, let's go down our short list of people that we're considering and people that have shown interest. Um, I, Patton Oswalt, I think he's Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he keeps calling show. us. That's pretty annoying. Calm yeah. down. Uh, Will Matt Smith. Yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah, I mean, like I know I'm not do- a Doctor Who anymore. Maybe yeah. I could play something with you. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't know. Uh, Chevy Chase was like, "Hey, not on Community anymore. I'm kind of old and bored. What you know? What, yeah. what do you have for yeah. me?" And exactly. I heard he's a real asshole to work with, though. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan DeVito called us. He showed up at our door actually, and he's like, "Hey, let's play D and D." Like, uh, you don't even know how to hey, play D and D. That's yeah. cool. DeVito. Felicia Day, she like asked, but, like, oh, she's just too cool. I like, couldn't do it. I mean, I've hung out with her before. So did I know, I, I know. It's his best in her radius. I have not. I don't. I don't George know. Clooney. I was surprised to find out. I was interested. Yeah, you know, a closet D and D player. Like I, I would have expected uh, uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. No. We know, we know the D's. We know He's the into D's. The D's. Dude, actually, yeah. Vin Diesel. If you're interested in calls, I would totally like override. <laughs> Vin we, we play this game Fast and Furious. I know you can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, I know you love that joke. I mean, we've, we've, this is something that we've been talking about for like so long for about sixty-five episodes now. Um, mm-hmm. We'll figure I just, out honestly, eventually. I feel like we just haven't gotten around to it. Like it, it's just it's hard. I feel like story-wise, it's, sometimes it's hard to bring in. Yeah, I think, and we have I, our schedule, and it, it's. I think it'd be more fun should. for a while to maybe add in a ever-changing cast of the fourth character yeah mm-hmm. Guess we did that for a little is. while that was yeah we did fun. i feel like we just got off i don't know we, we have our little schedule of just kept doing the same thing yeah i think eventually if we could make it so that we had 
you know, four people or even five players if they were all good. But it's I just, just so like difficult. Five players is going to be chaos. I feel like it's going to be too many people talking. I yeah, think that's why we need like two more weirdly opinion. quiet people. <laughs> yeah, if uh, yeah, <laughs> whoever we add, they're not going to say much. So people anyone like who's too chatty, just forget it. Chatty, get yeah. out of here. Just take my brand. Yeah, no, I just, it's it, it, look, I, mean, I think down. that when you get a podcast with more than about five people on it, it's too much. Yeah, that's pretty too rough. Many people trying to talk at the same time. Yeah, it's too hard. It's an entirely different dynamic than just playing with a group of friends. Right, you have to you have to take into account talking over each other and. And, and, like, we all know each other really well now, so we've gotten much better at not yeah. talking every That's other. the thing that's hard. I, yeah, three people's not a very ideal party size. But. I don't feel like right. I know okay. you guys. <gasps> Pop Can we talk about Pop that? Man. I don't feel the, like I re- I've never actually met you guys in person. You yes, you've met you me. Absolutely. No, asshole. I haven't met you. Met implies that, like, we walk up and say, hey, I'm Tim. Hey, I'm Mike. We shake hands. We know who we are now. I have. I had no idea who you were. I know, but we're train together. And we share fellowship. I've never been in the same state as, well, that's not true. I've been in the same state as Mike Bachman, I guess, because I lived in Massachusetts when you were here for PAX that time. Uh I've never met Mike Bachman in person. It makes me so sad. I'm just going to, like, really hug you. I remember making, I do actually remember making awkward eye contact with Thrifty outside of a hotel. Uh, n- <laughs> Didn't no... we rode on a train together? No. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, we went to that like burrito place, right? Got burritos. Anna! That's what I'm talking about, the burrito place, which is like a mile from here. Oh, you were there for that too? Yes! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, he's he's met you, he just doesn't remember meeting you. Oh. No, I don't, I, I don't I, feel I... like being in the same group of people at the same time is not meeting each other. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, it looks like the chat is down. It should be back up now. Okay. In just a minute. Yeah, but anyway, I, I, you know, now I'm real excited because, you know, I'll meet you guys and I'll know who you are. What if we don't like you (gasps) and you don't like us? What if, if, you know, meeting people in person is completely different. It's it's a whole different thing. It's possible that you guys can, can hate my guts and I might walk up to Tim, to Tim or to Thrifty and say, hate you, bro. And then we just like walk away. We never talk to each other again. That's possible. But my bottom, what if you go to sleep on our couch? (laughs) Yeah, you have to love us then. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I will pretend if you guys let me sleep in. It's cool. <laughs> um, uh, all that just said, that was a lot of not answering to say we, yeah. we are thinking about it. It's just sad. it has to it has to be the right it's time, right. You know. right time. We gotta fix our schedule. Recording recording this is really it takes a long time. It's it difficult. There's a lot of personality, yada yada mm-hmm. yada. So it's yeah. kind of like it, it is. It has a weird like work element to it and that it's every week and you have to be there on time and all that junk so it's not like yeah. you can just throw anybody in like, it's for fun but it is a scheduled yeah you can't just throw a, a whole bunch of people to together and, and get a podcast out of it that's true oh wait that's right well you can but it's like, a bad one that's like literally exactly what we did but it's, right it's cool. it, it, but it worked out really well it though. worked out we, really well we got lucky we, yeah. yeah we got very yeah. lucky all right i can uh, i'll read the next one okay eric sure. Eric Eddins says, Crew, what is your preference? To do more serious stories that grow and follow characters? Or shorter one-offs that are referential like the Thanksgiving or Christmas Carol stories when playing D&D? I prefer the, sh- I prefer the short comedic, but the podcast would get tired if every week we were waiting to figure out what holiday or movie you guys are parroting. Thoughts? Um, I feel like... 
we need to have the big story that's running along. Yeah, mm-hmm. I prefer longer ones. I like but, I like having a big quest. You know, so I think it's both. I think it has to be both. It has yeah. to be both. You, you gotta break it up. You don't necessarily have to be referencing something or like or doing a parody or something to like to get to have like kind of a one off like lighthearted exactly. episode. But like I thought, I mean, if you look at something like. Uh, not to say that we're on on the same level or whatever, but I mean, if you look at something like Doctor Who or something, they have like these one-off stories every episode. But then there's elements of that story that pl- play into the overarching, you know, narrative. And I think that that's my favorite is that when we can do that successfully. Yeah, yeah. like I thought the the bit where we uh, fought Bercy Ham Hands, I thought that was a very <laughs> small contained story. That was really it was good. it was great. Like good old Bercy Ham Hands. But I I really enjoy like. I've struggled when we have done like shorter um, characters, like when we did Gamma World. Yeah, Gamma harder. World was definitely that, a struggle. That Gamma was a hard. I, don't, I feel like we none of us just got. Oh, we just didn't get into Gamma World very much. None of us, yeah. but like that that shorter. I just didn't feel as connected to my character in that. Whereas yeah. I feel extremely connected to Aludra and you know and Tom. And right, Harper. and I think that was some of the thing that we kind of had to balance at the beginning of the podcast for mm-hmm. folks who weren't used to playing D anD D. It was like. This isn't a fucking Final Fantasy game or a Skyrim where you're just constantly getting new helmets. Like the joy is learning more about yourself, yeah, through your character, and like constantly and the defining world. your character. Yeah, and like yeah, that's the gift. Like I don't care about getting new loot about for Harper. He's we, fine. We say that, but it's kind of about it's kind of all about damage, right? I mean, it's all about damage. It's all about just yeah. doing the most damage. All, that min max. It's, <laughs> it's all about min maxing. It's all about <laughs> the other good thing about our podcast is. That and not to like pat ourselves on the back too much, but Good. we're goofy enough that we can do the very silly, like yes. goofy stuff, and it's not like we we're not so serious that we're always just to be like, oh, you know, we have to save the world and we're on this quest all the time. Um, so yeah. I think it's fun that I think we've been sort of lighthearted enough that we can yeah, do, and do I think the we, Christmas episode, and it's fun. yeah, we follow more of a TV schedule than a book schedule you know it's oh there's the one-off x-files monster episodes or whatever but jennifer do you want to read the next sure i will read it this is from dustin vinsky and it says greetings favorite podcast ever oh so nice um let's see here um he asked some questions about the wiki. We might just get straight back to you on that one. Um, so my actual question is for Thrifty. How early did you know exactly what everyone's backstory was going to be? Like, when it, it was revealed that Tom the Dragonborn was slash is Tom by Dallas. Did you know that at the start, or did you just kind of plan it out after Eluder's backstory was revealed? Thanks much. Yeah, fess up. Um, so, I guess that's a very good question. I feel like I don't know the answer to this question. So, okay. So, I there are certain things that I play, plan, like, way, way ahead of time. And certain things that I come up with at the very last minute. <laughs> so, it's very definitely a mix. Like, like the, for instance, with, um, with House of Dallas and traveling back in time, like, I knew about that, like, last April. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, when I gave I, you I guys... That's awesome. When I gave Mike Bachman the book all the way back in the library episode, I knew that you you guys and that, you know, the people in the story were you guys traveling back in time. It's fucked up. (laughs) It's fucked up. 
<laughs> but like, but I didn't know Aludra's backstory until like a couple days beforehand. Well, and there were there's elements of that too because we were like, Thrifty and I were trying to hash out the yeah. specifics of of Tom of Tom's backstory as far as like you know, and I I don't I still don't I still don't fully understand it. We were trying to hash out like the specifics of uh, of Tom's backstory in regards to time travel and those right. kind of complexities. Like immediately before the episode, I think we were late joining that <laughs> joining that. Yeah, because we were actually talking it. about it. Yeah, I was giving a shit. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Tom died, and so I made up Harper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Man. there's there's some big story beats that I know about for. Like, I mean, like how like much are we now, kind but... of on quote unquote track of what you thought the podcast would be with your story? Um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I didn't know how long it was going to take. I mean, because this is all very new to me still, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I, at first it was like, that took forever. It <laughs> seems like it still is hard to know how long certain things are going to take, though. Yeah, no, like, absolutely. Like, when we just killed that demon, like, two weeks ago, it was just dead, like, really fast. And we're like, oh. All right, well, yeah, there's been several fights that have been like, oh, we're going to fucking lose. And then like, oh. Right. Or there have been fights that like went on forever because we were like, we cannot kill this monster for some reason. Yeah. What is wrong with like us? Like that orc fight in like episode 13 or so oh that took God. forever. But... Yeah. Yeah. So and you just, then, I don't know. I think it's hard to tell. And in theory, you guys could totally get sidetracked and like go off on some weird mission. That's, that's one thing I went, once we've like gotten everything back to Finnegan, like, are we going to like become an adventuring party and like take on we have to pick a name i mean we do have to pick a name we gotta do that we've been thinking about that for a while for probably a year um but i like the idea of us like doing like weird mercenary stuff Uh right i mean i have some ideas or directions that could go but again it's totally up to you guys like how and there is there is a fun bit where you know thrifty told me things that he was planning when tum died because uh, I had to be able to create a character that kind of was outside of the lack of memory zone. So, you know, Harper was created and an idea knowing stuff that, you know, Tom and Eluder don't know still. Right. And I kind of make well, fun of Jennifer sometimes. Like, man, you don't even fucking know. Yeah, he does. He taunts <laughs> me with it. Jerk. Yeah, because there's certain things that I know that, you know, are kind of built into char- to Harper himself that... Just haven't come up yet, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, can I read one now? Please do. Uh, somebody, Ash, Ashley Shadow Brook. Um, oh, new listener. Well, thanks for emailing uh, She asks, your, your house is on fire. You have 60 seconds. Assuming your loved ones are outside, what is the one thing you save? One thing. Yeah, the one computer? thing. I don't know. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Easy. I, mean, I, I grab my laptop bag. I'm, do pets count as loved ones? I would say can, probably, right? Can I? What about my. This, oops. Okay, well, obviously not your wedding ring because you dropped it like four times in a row just then. <laughs> uh, does my bookshelf count as one thing? Because I want all my board games. Oh, our you board games. You probably have to pick one board game. Your wedding uh, ring would survive it, though. Like, it's not like your house true. is going to burn hot enough to melt down your wedding That's ring. That's true. Can I take off my wedding, <laughs> wedding ring and now. You can trade your things. wedding ring for one extra thing. Okay. If you had to pick one of your board games to grab. Risk. Uh, yeah, you can't realistically carry your bookshelf I think, out. I think I'd shit grab. Would fall I think off. I'd get Lords of Waterdeep or Dominion. Well, we have to do it together. Oh, I think we have to do it. We have to choose together? That's, well, that's what I'm saying. No, like, I'll get this, you get that. I think I would. I think I might pick Dominion. I might grab my my desktop. 
Dominion well, is the one thing that you would grab? No, we I would say... We barely played Dominion. No, I would say if we... If, I say... You guys, I was saying if I had to pick a board game, one of them. I right. feel like it's... Well, I you don't like, have to pick a board game, Jennifer. What would you pick? Yeah, what else would you pick? Maybe my laptop. I, I, yeah, I feel boring. like that's kind of laptop. like a cop-out. We all, we were all like, I, like, I was like, laptop bag. He's like, desktop. Okay, We're yeah, like, let's say no. Okay, no you can't computers. Grab your computer. Okay. No computer. Yeah, you can't grab a computer. Shit. I, my, my, computer is a, my computer is the thing I love the most. I know. My Xbox too. or TV? I don't know. <laughs> Spoilers, all my shit's over at Carrie's. <laughs> Guys, I would grab my my blue Yeti so that I could oh, keep podcasting. Oh, you liar. That's still kind of your computer. Like, <laughs> what would, do I own that I treasure the most? I, I don't grab, treasure anything. I would grab this... this this poster of Vanessa Carlton. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh That's amazing. Um, okay, uh, she also asks, what is your favorite species of tree? Um, uh, I like those. Um, I like... I like... Uh, oh, oh. I, actually, I actually have an answer for this. Oh, oh I've got it. Family. Oh. I was going to say weed. That grass. My serious answer is I like a weeping cherry tree because I had one in my yard when I was a kid and I played under it and I loved it. We have a very nice Japanese maple that's pretty. I like it. Trees are stupid. Uh, this is your golden ticket. You are now the proud owner of a tax-free million dollars. What next? Oh, my God. Uh, probably bye-bye job. I buy yeah. again. What? <laughs> no, I, don't, I actually don't think I would quit my job. I, I would need to protect my money somehow, so buy a gun. Oh, you. <laughs> you, uh, you could buy a laser-sharpened katana. You could you first? could buy a gun, or you could just diversify the fuck out of those investments. You know what I mean? would, I would really get in my 401k, man. If I got a million dollars, I would pay off my student loans. Oh, yeah. That, I would... Whatever goes like, <laughs> half of it. I would buy... a. a Two new 4K monitors. Oh, yeah. Three. I would Get up three. Nah, three. you don't need a 4K monitor. That's dumb. It is dumb, but uh, I got fucking money. What do I give a shit? I would update my computer. dollars will run out, though. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, no, that's like, you can't live off that for very long. I'd buy a PlayStation 4. I'd get a tattoo of a uh, million dollars. What? Tim, these are all terrible answers. I would get a Chrome Fisker, and um, uh, I'd buy Geekly.com. What yeah. is a Chrome Fisker? It's like Justin Bieber's car. Oh. Oh, yeah. I would, my answer is like so much more practical. I'd be like, I'd move to a better apartment on the red line. <laughs> yeah, I'd move to Cambridge. I'd, I'd move to Cambridge. Yeah, let's move to Harvard Square. <laughs> yeah. I will. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'd move to some like dope-ass yeah, mountain town in Colorado. I'd buy like a thousand buy dresses tree. from Mod Cloth, probably, what I would actually do. I would dress like I was a housewife from the 1960s every day of my life. I'd buy, like, every board game. I would uh, start doing heroin. I'd probably kill myself. Okay, guys, guys, would you rather have a, have a credit card that you never had to pay back or be a quadriplegic? <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, next question. Not, not a good would you rather. I mean, Tim, do you want to read one? Hey, I would love to read one. Uh, this is from Emily Morgan. She says, confession. Is this even a question? 
Yeah, well, it, it can be addressed. Uh, I love your podcast and have been listening to it for over a year. I'm a DM <laughs> running a 4E game of a Rule 20, and I keep telling my... Oh, I, I read this earlier. Keep telling my players to listen to your podcast be, uh, because you're awesome. A few weeks ago, one player couldn't make it but told us to play anyways. So the goddess Ayun sent the players back in time to save the evil wizard Yule Man's sister from being killed on Midwinter's Eve. My players now think I'm a genius for thinking up <laughs> an epic mini-quest on the fly. Thrifty, can you ever forgive me for taking credit in my players' minds for that incredible adventure? I tried to give credit the next session, but they steamrolled me by arguing about the best way to kill the lich they tracked down. Also, boff Tom, marry a luge or kill Harper. Sorry, Harper. <laughs> I'm glad that I that you would marry me. That is a, a great That's compliment from Emily at Crafty DM. Um, Emily, oh, please just don't tell them about our podcast, and then you can take all the credit and tell, no, completely tell support you. I mean, then, tell them about the podcast so that they'll listen and we get more downloads. But but take all the credit. Yeah, man. Life Look is it. short. Life, Life is short. Fuck it. Steal. Yeah, just You're do it. A million dollars, just, just fucking steal. steal. If, if 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 our podcast can make people like you slightly better, then great. Oh yeah, yeah man. First of all, always steal, always lie, because this is all we got. So you're gonna die. You know? What wow, I'm saying? that rhymed. That was really depressing. Yeah, man. Um, I have another question from Charles Wetzel. It says, "Hey everyone, what do you see Geekly Inc. being in one year, five years? Y'all are the best." Man, well, that's such a big question. I feel like we've been th- talking about it a lot <laughs> recently. I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be slightly what it is now, just more of it. I mean, if I were just dreaming, it'd be lots and lots of people commenting on it all the time. You know, it'd be like a real big site. Yeah, I think right we'd, now... We'd have like better production values. Yeah, better production value, more posts, more mm-hmm. hot, yeah. hot content that everyone loves. I think... Right now, we're still trying to find our internet legs and figure out, yes. you know, what, you know, it, should we focus on YouTube? Should we focus on Twitch? Should we focus on just text? Should we mm-hmm. focus on podcasts? Should we do a little bit of column A, B, and C? Um, should we try to figure out what this next thing is or just, like, perfect some other type of uh, media engagement? Um, I think that's sort of, like... The basic gist is just more, yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more is the one year plan. Five year plan would hopefully be uh, actually make some money. Be yeah, nice. be able to make some money so we yeah. can well, focus more. Well, that's the thing. Shit. Yeah, because like right now, like I mean, I work forty hours a week, so like I've Same. been trying to write. Oh yeah, yeah, you work too. But you, you, you're working on Geekly, though, so you can put your time on it. And my comedy. I don't know if you've heard. And about your it, comedy, but. but I work. I you know <laughs> I do. My normal boring job during the day, and I've been trying to like write articles, and it's it's hard. Sometimes yeah. I sometimes I do geekly things at work, and I feel a little bit guilty. But ee. yeah, you know, we'd like <laughs> to. Hope you're not listening, bosses. We'd um, like to add more writers, but we understand that these things either fail, or they net just kind of languish, same. or you get lucky. And so we're hoping that if we just work hard and try to be creative and. With a good sort of community and a good sort of like, um, a lot of people are douchebags on the internet. So yeah, we, we want to try to be a, a huge cool... focus for us. I don't want to fall into, 
I was I was I was actually reading today because I was reading on the character optimization boards on wizards.com. Mm-hmm. And people were just being like, hella like someone was asking what frost cheese was, which is why I was there because I didn't know what the hell that meant. And they asked the question and people were like so mean, like, well, it means this, duh. And it's like Nerds, stop it. Yeah. Just fucking stop it. What is wrong with you? Don't be assholes. Don't be mean to people because it's like, oh, I saw the Avengers and it was fun. They're like, well, do you know the like, lore of Thor? It's like, what? Mm. What? Like, don't be an <laughs> asshole. Also, don't be like sexist and racist and mean. Just Homophobic. stop it. Like, yeah. don't do that. So I don't want to, as far as like what I want Geekly to be, not not those things. Mm-hmm. I want to be right. not that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be nice to I feel on the like, internet. Right. I feel like we might have gotten our wires crossed because I strive to alienate as many people as possible. God, see, that's the thing. <laughs> we should have talked about this more yeah. specifically. Mm. Shit. Um, I think that's... if we could, I think we could make really dumb stuff if we could put all of our time into it. So I would love mm-hmm. it if we could all do that. Yeah. It would be great. In yeah. five years, we'll probably have quit because um, the tribulation have already happened. So. Oh, Yeah. Who, what's the point of making? Yeah, our Lord and Sa- our, our Lord and Savior Satan will yeah. be back upon the earth. So, Jennifer Elizabeth. <laughs> um, the chat room asks several of them asked, and I think Steph King some of the first one I saw was Bachman. Were you born with a beard? Was <laughs> I was not born with a beard. Here's a picture of me without a beard in the chat. I had that queued up, ready to go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, well, uh, if you were in the chat, then you'd be ah! Bachman without a beard. <laughs> And I, I'm going to look at it now, and oh my god, it's freaking me out. Yeah, no beard. It's, it's, it's the worst. I went to two you don't weddings. don't even look like you. I went to two weddings that were like back-to-back, and Who both of them that? I got served grape juice. And this was like uh, two years ago. Oh, and I was like, no. Oh, no. So you got to get that beard. Mm, nope. Got to have the beard. Got to have it. Little baby. That's Little funny. baby Bachman. That's what everyone calls you. I have some of me looking even younger, but I won't post it. <laughs> also, yeah. Here is a picture of a small child riding a dead deer. What? Why? What? <laughs> One of Why our clients at the last job that I worked at has this hanging on their wall. They make tree stands. So I wow, guess it kind of fits. But I kind of feel really like that's gross. scarring to little baby childs. I'm scarred. I don't have a baby I, child. I don't know if I care for it. <laughs> Trent Thumble asks, Hi, Vidalis Corp. I have been listening through the old podcast again, and I have a few questions. Whatever happened to the instant campsite? They still have it. Uh, I wh- have where's the bag of holding? Oh, it's with me. Luger's I'm had it the whole time. It, yeah, I carry it. Uh, is Wolfpack Tactics still a spell that Tom has? Uh, no, I think I actually got rid of it. Uh, let me look. I swapped it out for something. Also, I want to say right now, if anyone's like going through and like listening in from the beginning for some reason... Like, if you, like, if there's some, like, gear we get, like, just, like, let us know. Cause I probably have some stuff I should be having. Oh. Like, someone asked me about something the other day, and I was like, ooh, I might, Ugh. I might, should have that. And uh, I'll be damned. There's Wolfpack Tactics. I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> what does it do? It, it, well, it's definitely a, I definitely got it with Tum in mind, so if that tells you. Anything. It, oh, be- so that's why you've not been using it. Before the attack, an ally adjacent to you or the target can shift one square as a free action. Ah. Nope. <laughs> Get rid of that. <laughs> Good yeah, I actually probably go. should swap it out for level nine. I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, did anyone ever figure out what was written on Xantac's ring? Okay. Is um, it still the bag of holding? I At one point, I told you that there was an indecipherable. Uh, 
there was a, Zantex ring had some sort of writing on it, but it was indecipherable. And I, I believe at the time I was experimenting with us living in a world where random stuff happened and it wasn't necessarily important. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So like it that. was just a red herring. Just to like mess with us. Yeah, it was just a mess with you. It was just a red herring. It, it's like, it never it says, meant anything. I love you, mom. Oh. Right. It was it was not important. Good job, so Zantac. Don't think uh, about Zantac's ring or uh, why why what was the pirate's name? Uh, oh, Hookbeard. Hookbeard. Why why Hookbeard's beard was straight? Don't think about that either. <laughs> And we never figured out his name, and it was a big deal. Uh, why is it number six? Actually, a question. Number six. I really enjoyed it when Tim referenced Dennis as a direction. It was played down on the podcast as being a solid reference. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I, you. I don't even really understand that reference, but I still think it's really funny. Your accents are north, south, east, and Dennis. You choose Dennis. <laughs> it's funny. It's a good old Homestar 1-0 reference. Um, Eric Fay writes in and asks, Tim, would Harper consider being a lich to stay alive forever? In other words, would Harper give up his good looks in return for immortality? Man. No. Not, no. Not, Never. not lich style. Harper, he knows that he just feels so much of this power within him that he, and he looked at the character builders. He's going to pick an epic destiny that lets him be good looking as hell while not become a lich. I don't want to become a lich. No. Fuck that. Jennifer, have you tried getting your dice drunk before rolling them? <laughs> Maybe I should. I'm just going to dunk them in my beer. And just like, you just hang out in here, little guys. Get good and rolly. Uh, Mike, has yeah. Tom considered collecting body parts to make a partner for his Frankensteinian monstrosity? I mean, would you not want, I mean, you would not want it to be lonely, right? Right, but I've got to collect enough body parts just to make one bro first before I can think about making a bro yeah. for my bro. He hasn't done second bro yet, yeah. or first bro yet. I actually need to get an inventory of uh, all of my parts. If any of you guys like who've listened to these episodes recently can tell me like which parts I've got, like that would be really great. What's your uh, uh, corpse inventory? Yeesh. Yeah, and we've, I mean, again, just to, these are all in a refrigerator, so they're all pretty fresh. Yeah, um, thrifty. Uh, how do you sorry. prepare to talk to? Your, how do you prepare to talk in your NPC accents? That's actually a good question. Yeah, yeah how do you do that? Uh, I'm not very good at it, so I don't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got I got Roz down. I can just do Roz. Yeah, now. Roz is good. Yeah, I love Roz's voice. It makes me very happy. Um, I think I, the Bucky voice is just him saying, "I'm nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Buster didn't even talk this episode. No, Bucky never said a damn word this episode. He was just probably this, like, just terrified slash amazed by all the Griffins. Exactly. There was, um, for one episode of Fiasco on Random Encounters, I uh, spent the entire car ride home, which is like 45 minutes, trying to practice a British accent. Oh, my God. And then I thought I had it pretty good. But then when we started doing the episode, I chickened out and didn't do it. Worst. I am. I know. I personally am terrible at accents, other than doing a southern accent or a sarsaparilla. <laughs> I can do the sarsaparilla voice really well. <laughs> That's it. If you don't know what that means, you're gonna have to listen to Fia- to Fiasco. Somebody I'm just sorry. photoshopped a neck beard onto that picture. Oh <laughs> man, that's funny. Um, I, ha- I have more questions. So. 
Uh, this one is from Landon Smith. Hey, Landon, we know you. Um, what are your favorite board games to play? Do you prefer to, prefer to play board games that are cooperative, like Pandemic, Castle Panic, etc., or more the everyone out for themselves kind? Favorite card games? Oh, and also, Lana's asking if Tim and I have played Bonanza yet. We have not. We haven't. Played. We haven't gotten a chance we yet. We gotta do it. We, um... Yeah, we actually have several friends that like to play board games, so yeah. we gotta. We got it out one day, but we're like, I don't want to learn, so. <laughs> so we just played our things we already had. Yeah. Uh, favorite board games. My favorite board game is Lords of Waterdeep. It's a D and D, on brand. Uh, that's my favorite board game to play. Lord, uh, Risk Legacy is my favorite board game, but it's like really tough to get, uh, going. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm a big Dominion fan. I really like Dominion you know a lot. The Dominion tip? Yeah, I'm on it. Love it. Yeah. As far as card games, I play Euchre. I love Euchre. Uh, bros, you guys played that, that Candy Lane Jam? <laughs> I mean, jam. you don't want to get sued. But yeah, definitely. Wait, what? Well, it's, it's, it's uh, hey, Walk6070 six, walk in the chat room asks, will we ever see new Newfoundland land again? <gasps> I'm sure. It's probably just uh, going to go back and visit. These dudes have griffins now, so... We can just yeah. fly over there. So it's we like don't Final need Fantasy the ship when you get the right? Ragnarok. Well, I mean, we need the ship to carry stuff and... Yeah. To go on mercantile type adventures. Why have we not talked about how are the business we want to s- set up? Yeah, yeah, we gotta get. Uh, how is our business doing? We gotta ask Ross okay. about that. How do you see our shipping business in one year, and how do you see it in five <laughs> oh my years? Gosh. Exactly. I hope to be just filthy rich. I want to be Residia magnates. Okay. Sure. How many kingdoms can we found on the money that we've made? That's, what I want. That's true. I think at this point it's like six. Um, also, Landon Smith has a secret project he's working on, which both horrifies and delights me. It's wonderful. It's it really could, good. It literally could be the end of all humanity. It might be. Oh, there was one more question we didn't um, we didn't read from Landon's. So, what are your favorite graphic novels to to read, Vinny? I, I actually am not a huge graphic novel person. Yeah, I mean, I read Saga and really liked it. Well, walking, the first one, Walking Dead and Watchmen. I don't know. I'm pretty boring. I feel like the I feel like graphic novels seem cost prohibitive to yes. me. Mike Bachman, you got the answer to this question, right? Yeah, I I don't really I don't know I don't really know what like defines a graphic novel, but I read a lot of comics lately. I feel like that. Yeah, counts. I've, yeah, I've been reading that that Scarlet Spider, getting down on that. You know, been reading, been trying to keep up on Spider Man, like a uh, Superior Spider Man, and then maybe some Iron Man and in, in sprinkled in the middle there. Venom, yeah. Carnage. It's good. So you're like a real, you're a real comics man. I just, real, no, I pretty nerd. much just like that, like the Sonic section of the, not Sonic. I like the Sonic the Hedgehog comics. <laughs> uh, they had some comics. He ate ch- chili dogs. Actually, no, I did. I did. Um, there was a podcast that was in the works, but the other guy that I was going to do it with was not. Um, like he hasn't been available yet. But basically, what it was going to be is we were going to do. We were going to give a synopsis of an actual Sonic story that took place in the comics, and then give a synopsis of a Sonic the Hedgehog fan fiction, and then, oh, like, God. the listeners had to determine which one was which. Oh, my and goodness. And it's next Amazing. to impossible. The well, Sonic the, Sonic the Hedgehog has the most horrific fan art of, like, probably any, <laughs> any you, fandom I've if, ever yeah. seen. If, if you guys want to see... What was that website? The I, I think it was NeoGAF. NeoGAF, yes. It that thread. That's the one that had <laughs> Yeah. But, like, there's a specific thread on NeoGAF with, like, 
fan art, and it's just the most horrifying thing Essential, you can ever think of. Sonic and Shadow have a forbidden love. <laughs> <laughs> but they also love Jesus a lot. There's a lot of Christian, a lot of Christian Sonics. Yeah, and then there's like a Christian Sonic crying over the World Trade Center. Oh, my oh God. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to tell you to search, how to tell you to search and describe it. It's on NeoGAF and it's fan art. Some people can only express their emotions through Sonic the Hedgehog fan art. <laughs> I get it. I'm Some people kind can of only one of those people. Finish. Yeah, exactly. Um, there is in the chat room, right? Was the next chat question? Yes, there is. Uh, well, it's already gone. There's so much uh, talking in there that I've found. Transfumble asks. Uh, how do I DM for a game where one of my players created the game? I'm the first person he's letting DM it. Uh, fuck if I know, man. That sounds hard. That sounds super hard. Uh, I guess you just have to, like, talk with him. Maybe do, like, a war one-off one. Like, if you could do, like, just, like, a a couple sessions, like, in a specific playset, almost. <laughs> right. <laughs> laughing at? I'm laughing at Pregnant Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> exactly! It's the most... Impreg Sonic is the best. That happens a lot, I'm too. I'm Pregnant Sonic. Guys, it's up there. Look up Pregnant Sonic on the internet. You will find <laughs> horrible things. A lot of chat, uh, Twitch chat rooms don't let you post uh, links in their chat room, but... Did you just we post you. post Pregnant Sonic? That's a lot. Um, I don't want to like ignore our trance question, though. Like, no. I, I think I think maybe... I, I mean, I have not DM'd today, so maybe I'm not the person to be answering this, but I would think if it was like a specific, like, we're going to do a side adventure, and yeah. then you could like talk to them beforehand and be like, right. I want to make sure that I've got all your info right. Yeah, or say it's like, this took place on this continent. This took place on Westeros. We're in Southros with this right. so Southros? That's what it's called. I mean, oh, I, South, oh, oh, so I thought it was Sothurios. That's how I say it in my brain. Yeah, I may not be right. I, I guess just talk to the DM and ask them, like, what's off-limits? If they've got this other game that's, like, going to be going for a while or whatever, like, where should I not, what should I not mess with? And just yeah. figure out what your boundaries are, because you need to work within those boundaries, I guess. Yeah, and if, oh, if he wants you to tough, DM man. it, there has to be some things that, like, you're the DM, so it's like, no. Nope. Yeah. In yeah, this it... version, there are no bats. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, if, he, if he's if if the friend is letting you play in it, you know, but letting you be the DM for it, then I would assume that they trust you. Yeah, right. And I mean, so. um, you can definitely like, here's this town, and this town has a problem. I mean, that's a definitely an yeah, easy thing definitely. to do. Yeah, it's very specific. We have to run the demons out of this town. Exactly. <laughs> Alex Spearley says, uh, "Hey gang, when the very first episode hit iTunes, me and three of my friends listened to it and decided to start playing D and D together." Thanks for being the catalyst that spurred us on to start playing. 50. That's awesome. Tomorrow, I'm taking the plunge and switch from PC to DM. Any recommendations, suggestions, or insight on how to effectively make the switch? Also, Tim, when is RankFarts.com going to fold <laughs> into the Geekly umbrella? Oh my Lo- God. Lost a brand you're wasting. Can I answer my part first? Uh, yeah, I think you should answer your part first. Uh, RankFarts is still kind of its own thing. You know, I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't really want I, its it brand to be watered down. It would like quadruple the value of Geekly if we added Right, and so I'm trying to, to keep it separate, and right now it's just, you know, I'm using it for me. So, yeah, go ahead. That's understandable. Uh, as far as as far as far making the transition to DM, I mean, I guess the thing that I usually tell people, because I do actually get 
questions about it, which is weird because I've only been DMing for like a year. Um, and you've heard it all. So, uh, I mean, I, I guess just the thing that I, I go to first is usually just try to say yes as much as possible, which is mm-hmm. other advice that I've probably gotten from other places. Yeah. And um, and just try to, like, figure out what your players are into and what motivates them. And yeah. and if you can figure that out, then you can motivate them and, and cause fun to happen. So yeah, I guess. Try, try that. For me, because I did the jump from, you know, PC to DM for the Kickstarter episodes, it was kind of like, okay, well, here's what they're used to, so I should do something slightly different, make yeah. it worthwhile. Now, that's a little different because these are like one-offs campaigns. So, yeah. I mean, that's how I approached it. Like, if you guys have been having a long-running thing, it's like, all right, this stopped, whatever. Now we're going to do this. I think a good thing is to make it unique enough from what they did before so they immediately kind of can click in with that world uh, or that location, you know. Give them a reason to kind of plug into their new characters mm-hmm. or whatever. And to kill someone. Yeah. All right, we still have a few more of these. Uh, It's getting late, but so let's try to go fast. Could, you know we, what we could do is save some... And do them at the end of the next episode. Okay. Well, let's, let's do that. Um, let's I do... like the idea of having people send questions and answering them. Oh, okay. absolutely. I thought it was, thought it was yeah. fun. Let's, it was do, fun. let's do one more. Let's do one more. Okay. One more? Yeah, I'll do one more. Let's do chases. Jennifer. Okay. Hello, you gorgeous people. Hi. Just want to say that you are all amazing. Your podcast is, without a doubt, my favorite. Oh. You guys are just so nice. Tim, who would win in an honest fight between Tum, the darkest of blades, Thumble, and Titus, the darkest of past, Harper? Mm-hmm. Harper. Hands down. Harper, yeah, Harper probably. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, there's no way Tum would win. Tum's too hard to play. Yeah, have. have... <laughs> Tum would lose because Tim wouldn't be able to play him well enough. <laughs> I, now, Tum needs um, a combat advantage to be able to do his extra stuff. Harper don't, and Harper can slide you a lot. So most likely Tom would go first. He would probably do Dazing Strike. So he would almost kill, he would have to kill Harper in his first turn in order to do it. Because he would have his Dazing Strike, um, Combat Advantage, Backstab, and then he would have to hopefully get him bloodied, and then from there do his weird daily that he can only do while bloodied. Then use an action point and then kill him. If not, Harper would just throw him all around the room. But that's only if he rolled higher initiative. If he did not roll high initiative, I don't see a way for him to be able to to do it. All right. Um, so the next question is, is for me. Uh, it says, Jennifer, my girlfriend is a strong feminist like yourself, and at one point you mentioned a Cleopatra book that you recommended. What was the title of the book, and do you have any more recommendations? That book, I've actually not read that book, but all of my friends have and loved it. I need to read that book. Um, it is Cleopatra, A Life by Stacey Schiff. Um, as far as books I would recommend, I'm reading the... Do you think they could get that on Audible? <laughs> I'm sure they could get it on Audible. Castlevania.com uh, slash Audible. You can 100% get it on Audible because I can see it. Um, I'm still reading the Dangerous Women anthology right now, and it is really great. There have been, like, I mean, you know, it's an anthology, so not every story is my super favorite, but there have been some really, really good ones. It's a moose bouche of different stories. It is, and it's a lot of different types of stories, which has been really nice because I, I, if you've listened to the, the Princess and the Queen episode, you've already heard me Thank give you. this spiel. Thank you. But if not, I. 
tend to read a lot of fantasy. Uh, and it was nice to get me to read things that are not yeah, fantasy. Yeah, I don't like to read books that don't have dragons yeah, in Yeah, if it's not going to dragon, I just... Stop. I don't, don't want to read it. But no, there's, there's like mystery in there, all sorts of like science, more science fiction than fantasy, like a lot of really interesting stuff. Um, as far as other books, Tim, what have, I, what have I been reading? What am I into? I read the first book in the 100,000 Kingdoms by mm-hmm. N.K. Jemisin, and that was really great. It's a lady main character written by a woman, which is nice. I'll think of more. If you tweet at me, I mean, I'll send you things uh, back. We're big Joe Abercrombie fans. Oh, God, I love know. Joe Abercrombie. Oh, my God. For the Blade itself trilogy is so good. I mean, Jennifer loves Drizzt. I don't. I've not read Drizzt. I don't I mean, have anything loves, against Drizzt. I probably Drizzt. would love Drizzt. I just haven't read him. Um, but if you tweet at me on Twitter, I'll give you more infos. Uh, so, Michael, don't call me thrifty nerd tomorrow. How come we don't see the White Russians anymore? Has yeah. this turned into Debbie Downers and Dragons? Also, what the fuck is Bellard up to these days? Bellard. Oh, I just miss him so much. Um, I, I, I. Often, I, not tonight, but often I, I've been I've switched over to red wine because it's mm-hmm. it's healthier. Right? It's healthier. Uh, it doesn't. It makes me not as fat. So, <laughs> and it's kind of gross to just drink milk drinks all all the time. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. so weird. Drinking it was a good thing. What's Ballard up to? They're delicious. Uh, Ballard, what's he up to right now? I I I forget. I think they. It's gotta be. Uh, they're hunkered down because it is. Is winter, so they're they're getting stuff out of. They had a good they had a banner crop this year. Uh, they got a store. Oh, they got a them. cellar full of root good vegetables that they're uh, working their way through. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I think they're doing. Remember, okay. game time is not real lifetime. Uh, I disagree. Six months, I disagree. Six months since <laughs> oh. we started. No, it is winter. It is it has been the winter <laughs> solstice. Just yep, now. Just, it was. It's, that's Ken, Tim Tim. Uh, um, next question. <laughs> M- Michael Bachman. Early in the podcast, you, Tom, was all about t- were all about tantric death. Now you seem to want to stay alive a lot more. What has changed? <laughs> so true. Yeah, I used to want to be... Why don't you want to die anymore? Because I've come so close to actually doing it, I think, it's part of it. And the other part of it is that I just... I, I've developed, like, I think the, the insatiable bloodlust aspect of my personality has started to, out, started to outweigh the sexual aspect of my personality. You mm. might call that growing up. I call it just, <laughs> I call it just love and murder, you know? Also, you, now you have Roz. Well, I've got Roz, I guess. We, but things have been actually, I mean, to, if I'm being quite honest, things between yeah. Roz and me have been a little bit cold lately. Ooh, well, you've been doing a lot of, you know, adventuring and leaving her behind. Yeah, so. I, I'm just saying that, you know, when I come home, you know, sometimes I want to get the bucket of fish out, and she's just like, eh, not tonight, I have a headache, and it's just a little difficult. You, know? you gotta be good to your woman. You gotta be good you gotta to make your her woman. Want. Yeah, true. you gotta make her want the fish. Yeah, she, I mean, exactly. she's the one that, she want her to bring the bucket of dead fish to you. Exactly. Uh, metaphorically. Right. It doesn't mean as much when you're No, not metaphorically. Exactly. Quite literally. Uh, it's very <laughs> important to me that you make that distinction. Okay. Several people have asked, uh, what's the deal with that scroll? What what scroll? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> a scroll. That I can't I literally cannot use it if they you. keep asking about it. And that's the rule. Because if I use Every it Every week someone asks is another week. <laughs> yeah, it, a yeah. clock resets. Because if they Mike ask Bachman's about it. Mike Bachman's scale updates Twitter and then we go on. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, I feel like if they ask about it, I, then I'm only doing it because they told me to. And it's got to be the right moment, you know? 
It's got to be <laughs> just the right moment. That's awesome. Excellent. Well, this was an epic episode. I think we made up for our short one last week. I think we did. Hopefully. And uh, thank you so much for sending me all these questions. We'll read the rest of them um, next week. And yeah, and if you keep on sending us questions, we'll go ahead and make dude, this a regular If you send thing. us a question, we're just going to read them. Yeah, just, we don't, if you yeah. have any questions, let us know. This it makes it way easier for us. We just read the it's questions. so much easier. It's so much more fun. We get to talk and uh, mental we masturbate. It's so great. It's wonderful. Uh, we are on Twitter at Geekly Inc. or at D&D Podcast. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I am at Tim Lanning. I am at Jennifer Cheek. I'm at Mike Bachman. Uh, go to our forums uh, if you want to check out info on GeeklyCon 2014 Geekly from June 19th through 22nd in Chicago. Uh, meet some of the hosts and mm-hmm. hug your friends and get liver poisoning. Apparently, it's your gonna future be husband or wife. It, Just murder that liver. Apparently, it's going to be yeah. some weird like camping. I don't even know. There's couches and people just, just uh, going at each other. Be great. <laughs> Ashley Shadowbrook is, will shoot arrows at you, I guess. Okay. From horseback? Oh gosh, I'm so From horseback. And she has dogs! She has a dog. Or she had a dog. I don't know. Anyway. She probably shot with a arrow. Oh, man. Shadowbrook, why would you do that? Who can say? Uh, I guess that's it, guys. Uh, until next week, keep dicing those dice dicey. Keep dicing those donkeys. Keep dicing those (laughs) tomatoes. Waka waka. on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.